Coming soon to the Atomic Geekdom Network. A Two Broke Geeks Entertainment production. The FBI's Most Unwanted X-Files Podcast. Yup, another X-Files Podcast. Original? No. Entertaining? Hopefully. One of them is a seasoned X-Files veteran. The other one is a brand new agent. So, whether you've believed all along or are just starting to, this is an X-Files podcast you can enjoy. The FBI's Most Unwanted X-Files podcast, coming soon. Hi, this is Billy West. Or Stimson J. Cat, or Lynn Hart. Shut up, you fool! And I'm Dr. Zoidberg, and I'm saying hello with Professor Hubert Farnsworth and your old Captain Zap Brannigan. You're listening to Two Broke Geeks. Joy! Here's Johnny! <laughs> What's your favorite scary movie? Uh, I don't know. What became of your lamb, Glory? Yes, time again because anything goes in Florida. We're in Florida? No, I wish I was in Florida. I could be at Disney World right now. Hooray! Hooray! Welcome to Two Broke Geeks! I'm Matt. I'm Justin. And this is going to be another really weird show, because not a whole bunch happened this week. So we're going to... Seriously, though, like, um, I didn't even get to watch really any horror movies this week. It was such a weird fucking week. I, uh, I only just finally watched uh, Wednesday's episode of South Park this morning. Um... And the reason my week was weird was I worked some overtime. I uh, signed the overtime list, A, because I need the money, and B, because I was going to be forced to work overtime starting pretty soon anyway because of uh, we're shorthanded at work, and I wanted to control my overtime. I wanted to be on the 10-hour overtime list versus the 12-hour overtime list. (laughs) Right. Plus on... uh, on another front, Leanne was home all week because she's still recovering from her hernia surgeries. So I watched a bunch of stuff, but it was mostly stuff we were interested in watching together. And I'll probably talk about some of the stuff I watched, but it wasn't like super geeky or anything. I know. I mean, I had like four days off this week. Uh, oh, yeah, that's switched. right. Because you had the weird schedule change. I had a weird schedule change because my roommates are out of town this weekend. So, uh,. I I was able to take off the weekend to watch all the animals. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I had like this past Tuesday and Wednesday as well as uh, Saturday and Sunday off. So yeah, I was able to sneak in movies as well as um, some comics. But I didn't buy a lot because, man, is it getting tight. <laughs> right, exactly. Can I... Can I jump right into something that you did this week that made me so happy and I want to hear you talk about it just a little bit? Yeah. 
You watched Big Mouth season, yep. all three seasons. Yes, I did. And did you like Big Mouth? I did. I think it's actually a, a lot funnier than I previously thought it was going to be. I don't know. Something about oh, it when it? I first came out, I was just like, I don't know. Mm-hmm. This is probably something I'm going to skip. Um, yep. It's... God, I fucking love that show. It, I think it's so funny. Yeah. I, it's just, like, the way they language uh, these kids with, um... Uh, with, like, like some of the wording for, like, using doing sex and... Mm-hmm. And all that kind of stuff. Like, especially between... Uh, the hormone monsters. Oh yeah, between uh, like Maury and Connie and yeah, especially Maury with well, his like bag of dicks. Oh my god, Maury's dicks are great. For anybody who yes. doesn't know, um, real quick, just Big Mouth is an animated Netflix original series uh, about kids uh, in the seventh grade. Although I guess in the fourth season they're going to end up being in eighth grade because they finished seventh grade at the end of the third season. And basically it's all about just like going through puberty and discovering sex and losing your childhood. And, uh, the meta, the big metaphor for puberty in the show is there are these monsters called hormone monsters who guide kids through puberty. And Maury just always has, like, a big hairy bag of dicks. Uh, yes, he has multiple dicks. And they're sentient. Like, uh, there was a whole episode where the dicks went to war. Yes. <laughs> oh, my God. But, uh, yeah, basically, uh, everything between Maury and Andrew is probably my favorite stuff in the show. Oh, my God. It's just they sending have the most dick pics. Oh my god, when Maury convinces him to send dick pics to his cousin, because yeah. <laughs> that's also one of my favorite jokes, is because uh, uh, Andrew's cousin Cherry, who's like this trashy girl who wants to be a professional vape trick artist, yes. <laughs> starts hitting on him, and he goes, I don't know, when I get back to school... Oh, and by the way, uh, uh, Andrew is... Um, uh, Oh, God, I completely blanked on the actor's name. And I know who he is, too. He's a really funny... Oh, it's John Mulaney. It's John Mulaney. Thank you. He's a very funny stand-up comedian, and he was Spider-Ham in... Um, I don't know. When I get back to school and they ask me what how my summer was, I don't want to say I did incest. <laughs> when they say the word incest and the word pops up and it just starts going, and it's like, can we just... Can we just get that out of here? I'm sorry, you said it. Now we can't get it. We can't get rid of it. <laughs> the uh, word and Mars is like, oh, it looks so cute. Nipple. <laughs> oh, it's latching. Oh my god! And then Jay being like constantly horny and like fucking pillows and turkeys and <laughs> a whole bit with the turkey. Oh my god! I God, I love it. It's so good. I'm ready for yeah. season four already. I also really like uh, Jordan Peele as the ghost of Duke Ellington. Oh, God. (laughs) Yes. And uh, actually, a lot of famous people are on the show. Like, John Mulaney, like I said, is Andrew. And Maya Rudolph is Connie. Um, Yeah, Connie. Connie. Mm. And actually, the uh, Mona, the hormone monstrous that is Missy's hormone monstrous now, is... um, What's her name from... uh, God, I'm blanking again. I'm having a hard time with names today. She's from Westworld. 
Um, Evan Rachel Wood? Nope. Nope. Uh, damn it. Now I got to look it up. I know who it is, too. Um, it's the one who is the prostitute. The 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 main one yes. that like was goes to find her daughter. Yep. Can't think of that actress's name oh. to save my life right now. Anyway, Kat Dennings plays Nick's sister. Um, they've had some other famous guest stars too. I just can't think of who they are off the top of my head. So. Oh, they had the queer eye for the straight guy, uh, Cass. Oh yeah, to get him to uh, help Coach Steve. For Coach Steve, <laughs> I love Coach Steve. Coach Steve, I'm not Coach Steve anymore. Now I'm Mannequin Steve. Now I'm Mannequin, mannequin Coach, Co- Steve. Coach Steve. Now yes. I'm North Carolina Gas Station Attendant Coach Steve. <sighs> now I'm Uber Driver Coach Steve. Are you Rachel? <laughs> Fandy Newton. That's the name I was trying to think of. Good Lord. I couldn't think of it. All right. Yes. So, but yeah, there's some really. It's a fun. It's a fun show that has some really relevant stuff. I'm like, man, I don't mm-hmm. remember any of this kind of stuff being like when I was growing up. It's a little bit more of a caricature. Sure. Oh, yeah. It, I mean, it's, it's but a lot of it's kind of spot exagger- on. Yeah, the show's oh. wicked exaggerated. Like, but that's why it's funny. Uh, like the final episode of season three, spoilers, where they all seem to get superpowers for the entire show and you're kind of watching it going okay i know they didn't really get superpowers because the show is exaggerated but it's not that exaggerated where the characters would actually get superpowers and it turns out at the end it's just that one uh, autistic kid who's been drawing a comic book just kind of documenting their friendships falling apart who the, the kid who doesn't understand social cues yes this is my comic book. Would you sign it, Invisible Boy? <laughs> yes. <laughs> yep. Oh, God. I love it. So. Oh, and Nathan Fillion has... I All yes. of Missy's stuff with Nathan Fillion is hilarious. <laughs> the, um, the episode where she's fantasizing and she hates Andrew and he's like the toilet cleaner boy because he can't stop clogging the toilet. Yeah. What's going on? What's going on? All the power's been diverted because Toilet Boy just keeps can't get the toilet like cleaned out. <laughs> so yeah, Big Mouth, and that will transfer into our discussion about the other animated show I watched this week, the 300th episode of South Park. Okay, I have to ask you a question about it. Okay. Does it, it, it this? was okay if your question is did i like it the answer is not even a little bit i thought it was one of the worst episodes of south park i've watched in a very long time it's very i was just like i don't understand what's happening right now it was bad like i it was bad i don't say that very often about south park but boy did i not like this week's episode i mean it's expect we even talked about it before like from the last couple seasons like it has it's it's like we had they haven't had like a really bad episode in a couple seasons Mm -hmm. but this one i was just like so it's an anti-vax story oh it's wicked an anti-vax story uh yeah or not an anti-vax I don't even think it was an anti-vax story. I think it was a pro-vaccination story told by showing how stupid the anti-vax people are. 
but it wasn't even funny because the the one joke there there were two joke quote unquote jokes for the entire episode, neither of which were funny. One of them was Cartman stripping down and running around making pig noises to avoid getting his vaccinations, and the other one was uh, Randy being obsessed with making three hundred thousand dollars off of selling weed. Yeah, and it oh god, it was not good. I don't have any. Yeah, I, was just I don't like, know what else to say. I just didn't laugh. Yeah. I. <laughs> I'm like, cool. Three hundred episodes. So they'll probably do something. And like the gag was, instead of three hundred episodes, it's Randy celebrating the fact he made three hundred thousand mm-hmm. dollars. Yep. And then gets mad at Tal and like it tries to reconcile with Tally. Yep. Instead of his what, kids, his wife. The. Oh no, that was the chat That was the China episode because I was gonna almost say that I kind of wish they came back to the heavy metal bit, mm-hmm. like stay at least something. I don't know because yeah, it was a very the weird like they the whole thing ends on a on a weird freaking like rodeo show of anti-vax kids being rounded the, up by the, like rodeo. Yeah, it was yeah, it's a fucking bizarre episode. I was just like okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. I can't believe that's what they went with for their. Not many shows make it to three hundred. It's like them and what South Park. We are talking about South. Or not Park. South Park. Ah, uh, The Simpsons. <laughs> Boy, I just yeah. blank. The Simpsons have obviously made it that. F- Maybe like an old show. I don't even know if like Bonanza or Gunsmoke would count because they started as radio shows, but they transferred to tv so they yeah just the... i don't know it was bizarre yeah the fact that that that's what they went with for their 300th episode was really disappointing yeah but what are you gonna do nothing just gonna exactly. move on now moving right along <laughs> moving right along maybe next week will be better hopefully hopefully yeah <sighs> what else what else from this oh Here's what. Here's another thing I was going to ask you about. You watched the entire Scream series, right? All except four. Because oh. I can't find four. It's on Netflix. No, it's not. I just tried finding it the other day, and it's not there. Really? Yeah. That's how I watched it. I can't. I tried looking for Scream Four, and it. I did wonder not come if up they just all. barely took it off. They, mu- they probably did because I yeah because I watched Scream three yesterday they and I was like oh I watched have. Scream four I s- and then no one had Scream four I swear I had you ever seen anything past the first one before no huh because I did just watch all four how did I we yeah it's unless they must have just, yeah, I just Google searched it, right it they must have just taken it off because it's only showing up here as being for rent on Amazon Prime. And for purchase from iTunes and Vudu. Wow. I got other... I, I mean, yeah, it's, I can rent it somewhere or whatever. I was say, it's yeah, like cause I was gonna finish for it. rent on Amazon. So. Yeah, because I was going to finish the whole mm. thing. And then when Scream 4 just didn't show up anywhere, I was just like, um... Okay. Yeah, Scream 4 is my favorite of the Scream sequels, personally. Yeah, Scream 3 was definitely kind of <laughs> bullshit. <laughs> Scream 3 is so bad. <laughs> oh, Like, I saw the Jane Silent Bob bit, and I was like, okay, so this is where Jane Silent Bob pick up. Yeah, I know. Isn't that fucking weird? It's like all of us... So fucking weird. It's like, weird. oh, yeah, by the way, 
Scream and the View Universe set in the same reality. Very bizarre. So weird. Yeah. What did you think of Scream 2? It was fine. Yeah. Yeah. I think... Like... Yeah. Definitely the whole crux of everything revolves around Sydney. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, a, a lot of movies don't are are not able to get past two films before they're like kill off the main character sure. and then move on. So it's 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 interesting that they were it's actually pretty good that they were able to do four movies with Sydney and still have at least in some way until I see four mm-hmm. like some way that the main crux is always about Sydney in some weird shape or form. Yeah, it, here's the here's the thing I will say about. Uh, the Scream series being all about Sydney, like I kind of like it, but at the same time, because the uh, entire series has a different killer or killers for every single film, after Scream 2, it does reach the point where it's like, holy shit, I don't think any one person in the real world has encountered this many homicidal maniacs. Yeah, that, because yeah, because well, it was like it, yeah, because like Scream it, Two, it's yeah, freaking, it's a freaking uh, uh, the woman, the it's the mother of her friend that she killed. That makes sense. That was cheating. Yeah, and then it's like the third one. Oh, it's it's uh her long lost brother mm-hmm. when her mom went off to do Hollywood mm-hmm. and got raped by uh some producer or whatever. I also did say, which I thought was pretty funny, I made this joke to somebody else who was watching, re-watching their way through the Scream series. I said, boy, it is pretty crazy, though, how one horny girl just kind of wrecked lives for the rest of forever. Because, yeah. <laughs> um, obviously, Sydney's mom liked to fuck, and <laughs> she did it with some people she probably shouldn't have, because... She wrecked other people's life, and it just kept going on down the line. <laughs> yeah, it was. It's definitely a, a interesting concept. Mm-hmm. It's just like, wow, the one time where sex can ruin, like, the main character's life for four films. Yep. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, Scream yeah, is good. But yeah, Scream Two is okay. Scream Three is bad, and Scream Four is also good. I will finally watch Scream 4 when I find it. Mm-hmm. Um, but other than that, I have caught up on horror films. Uh, I have Except not. for I'm like a day behind, technically. <laughs> yeah. If it, So, so far, because um, basically my list goes as follows, where it's uh, I don't count. Uh, I, I don't really count like sequels mm-hmm. for the most part as like as part of the thing. Oh, okay. For, for me personally. Mm-hmm. So the list I have so far is mostly consist of most with one caveat of one film. But it's mostly stuff I've seen with a few I haven't. Okay. Uh, so it's like Texas Chainsaw Massacre, Scream, a film called Popcorn, which I talked about last week, Killer Clowns, yep. uh, Hellraiser, Candyman, Trick or Treat, Terrifier. The original Pet Cemetery, nice Chud, okay, and uh, Evil Dead Two, nice. I did get to watch one over the week uh, 
that I didn't talk about on last week's show. I watched the Netflix original adaptation of Stephen King and Joe Hill's In the Tall Grass. How which is I that? recommend. It's yeah, good. Yeah, I still need to watch that. Um, The middle of the film gets... I mean, be prepared. The middle of the film does get a little confusing because there's some time loop stuff involved. Like, I don't want to spoil anything, but I will mention, just so you're prepared, there's some time loop stuff involved that does make... For some confusing watching, but overall, it is really creepy, especially in the beginning of the film. Towards the end, uh, it gets a little bit less creepy, but I've never read the story. My understanding is it's pretty different from the story, but I did like it a lot, and I recommend it as a horror film. All right. Um, I watched another film that's a horror comedy okay. last night on Hulu mm-hmm. uh, called Little Monsters. Oh, I kind of want to see um, that. Oh, it's fun. It's a fun film. Uh, it's a it's like a zombie comedy uh, musical-ish. Interesting. By musical, I mean, well, it, like it, the musical part is just Lupita with a ukulele. All right, and she's she's fantastic, such a great movie. She is good. And basically, yeah, basically the premise is it's an Australian film, right? Uh, and this guy, this guy just gets into a fight with his girlfriend. They break up, and he's like down in the dumps because his life's not together or whatever. And he takes he's like staying with his sister, so he takes right. his nephew to school, and where he meets his teacher and immediately falls in love like immediately and decides to sign up to take them all to a farm like a petting zoo kind of deal mm-hmm. uh to try and see if he can score points uh with her and okay. about 500 uh 500 feet or miles i don't even know just 500 somewhat away from the uh the petting zoo is an army a, a U.S. Army base that for some reason just happened to have a zombie outbreak. Oh, okay. And all of them are on their way to, and they break out and head towards the petting zoo. Wow. All right. Uh, yeah, I kind of want to check that out. Sounds interesting. And Josh Gad, Josh Gad's also in this film, mm-hmm. and it's he's freaking hilarious because he plays like a like. Saturday morning, like Blues Clues host <laughs> kind of character. I and he gets and he gets really pissed and starts swearing at all the kids and stuff. It's great. Cr- I've only seen Josh Gad in the live action remake of Beauty and the Beast, but I really enjoyed him in that. So I'm interested to see him do some other stuff for sure. Yeah, and this movie just cements why I love lupita because mm-hmm. she like sings she says she has such a great range because going from us mm-hmm. to this yeah is just hilarious because like there's a whole scene where she just like kills a bunch of zombies and goes up to the kids and they're like what's on you and she's like oh it's just i got into a fight with some strawberry jam and they're like yeah she's like don't touch it don't eat it. So. <laughs> she is fabulous i love yeah. her a lot um 
cool. Have you been? Yeah, it's on Hulu. Definitely watch it. Okay. Have you been? Because I haven't yet. I still need to do this. Have you been watching any of Creep Show? Yes. Do you like it? I do. Okay. Uh, the third episode they just put out this week is really good. I've been hearing good um, things. The the first two episodes, I may have mentioned this before on an earlier podcasts or not. I don't remember. Um, the first two uh have like really strong opening story because it's two uh, stories per mm-hmm. episode. Uh, the first episode, the first story is usually really good, okay. and the second one kind of falls flat a little bit. And this one, and this third one, uh, they're both like really strong. Nice. And I was like, damn. Nice. Um, I feel like there's some geek news I've been missing, but I'll look for it while I talk about some of the ungeeky things I did. That I still will talk about because they're things I did. Uh, watched a really good mini series on Netflix. If you are into like uh, true crime and um, you know kind of investigative cop shows, it's called Unbelievable, and it's based on a true story of a series of rapes done by the same. Person. He's a serial rapist who is very good at cleaning up after himself and leaving no trace. So much so that, like, the first girl he rapes, nobody believes that she was actually raped. So, one part of the story is like her dealing with the fact that she was forced to uh, basically say she made the whole thing up because the cops don't believe her. So, she you know, confesses to false reporting. And then the other part of the show is focusing on two women detectives who work in another state from the girl who are trying to solve uh, rapes committed by the same man. And eventually the two stories connect. It was a good show. We, uh, Leanne and I watched it this week. It's only eight episodes long and we really enjoyed that. So... Uh, if that's your thing, check out Unbelievable on Netflix. Uh, and the other thing right. I've done a lot of, uh, also with Leanne, is I finished up the current... I'm up to date on The Handmaid's Tale on Hulu. And let me... T- Never watched Oh boy. Let me tell you about The Handmaid's Tale. You want to watch a show that will make you feel really bad about everything? Watch The Handmaid's Tale. You will get really goddamn depressed. <laughs> um, first season, pretty strong. Uh, ends on kind of a hopeful note. Second season picks up and immediately takes that hopeful note away and puts the main character through a whole load of shit. Just terrible shit. And the third season just keep Basically, this show dangles hope like a carrot on a stick and takes it back. And just... At the end of the third season, something really good happens, and then immediately something really bad happens. So you're like, oh man, I'm glad that really good thing happened. Oh shit, now there's that thing that's got to happen. It's 
like I said, you want to feel really bad, watch The Handmaid's Tale. All right. It's, uh, did you ever have to read The Handmaid's Tale, like, in high school or something? Nope. Because The Handmaid's Tale is, the other sad thing about The Handmaid's Tale that will make you feel really miserable is how much it connects to the real world because basically the handmaid's tale is set in the near future when a extreme christian government has taken over the united states in reaction to a fertility crisis like not enough women are able to bear healthy children and this group sees it as a punishment from god takes over the United States and forbids women from doing anything except either being one of the elite, being housekeepers, and then the ones that are actually able to have healthy children become handmaids, which means that they are sex slaves for breeding purposes to the elite ruling men. All right. Yeah, it's something. Let me tell you. Who boy. Maybe I'll check it out sometime. Get ready. Do it when you couldn't possibly... F- if you're having a good day, don't turn it on. <laughs> if you're having a bad day, but you don't want your day to get worse, don't turn it on. Only turn it on when you think you're feeling the worst you could possibly feel. <laughs> All right. Yeah. So that's pretty much been my week. Yeah. I mean, the only other things I've done this week was uh, I also read some comics. Oh, right, right, right. Um, Nothing super noteworthy mm-hmm. except for the Year of the Villain Joker one shot. Ah, yes. That John Carpenter mm-hmm. wrote, which is, damn, it's a, good? It is a weird uh. book. It's I thoroughly enjoy. It. It's a weird. I don't know if it's like part of the main, uh, the main uh, storyline of whatever, or if it's just its own. I'm not thing. sure. But it's basically, it's basically if told from the perspective of a guy who um, broke out of prison with the Joker, mm-hmm. and the Joker then. They get Batman and Robin costumes from a costume store. All right. And start going nuts on people that they think are uh, doing horrible deeds. Okay. Like, it's simple stuff. Uh, I, I forget exactly what. But, and it looks, it just looks disturbing because <laughs> you're just watching the Joker and, like, this disheveled, like, like almost non fitting joker outfit just a guy's walking his dog and he's like he's like he's definitely doing something wrong let's get him and like stuff like that all right yeah interesting it's is a inch i really enjoy i do want to read it i just haven't had a chance to go get it who knows if i even will i might have to read it on the dc universe app once it's on there (laughs) yeah yeah that may or may not happen. I don't know. We'll see. I'm still trying to have some time in my life for comics that I actually just need to make. I haven't made time for comics in 
too long. I need to. For a minute, I thought you said you were making comics. I was like, nope. um, okay. Nope. nope, gotta make time for comics so I can actually read them because I'm so far behind on a lot of the things I like to read. Aren't we all? Probably most of us, yeah. That's just kind of the burden of being a comic book reader. Yeah. yeah. In terms of uh, nerd stuff, I did see that there were some photos leaked out for Suicide Squad. Oh, don't they too. all look awful? They look oh, so God, awful. Oh, God, they all look like what the I, fuck is going on. I'm like, oh, even the DC shows have better costumes than these. Yeah, pretty much. Oh, speaking of... Boomerang, Boomerang looks like boomerangs are just stuck in his body. Yeah, that's kind of... Uh, his was the only look that I really recognized because that is something uh, there have been in the comics. He has like a vest that he keeps... The bandolier, yeah, yeah. That he keeps all the boomerangs right on the front. Other than that, I was like, I don't know who any of those characters are uh, because I know that... Um, James Gunn picked some really off-the-wall oddball characters, and pretty much all the costumes look terrible. Yeah. And like Pete a- Davidson continues to be a weird-looking dude. <laughs> Just every time I see that dude's face, I'm like, okay then. <laughs> yeah. that Yeah, there hasn't been too much... Mm-hmm. Honestly, yeah, in the mm. world of, of news of involving Marvel and DC and whatnot, it's been kind of quiet yeah i know that um crisis on infinite earths for the cw shows that i don't watch still continues to make me happy just with the little bits that leak out of it only because i appreciate the care that they i may check out crisis on infinite earths just those episodes even though i don't watch the shows because this week i saw a picture of a prop from the set that is a newspaper, the Gotham Gazette. Oh, yeah. That has a picture of Michael Keaton on the front that says, Millionaire Bruce Wayne to wed socialite Selena Kyle. And I'm just like, you know what? Good on. I just, that's just a little detail that I'm like, I just appreciate the love that they put into it. Yeah, I saw that going mm -hmm. around for a while and I was like, wait a minute. Plus with, you know, they've got all these actors. I just saw that they got Robert Wool, who played Alexander Knox in Batman 89. He's going to be in it. Like, they just keep getting all these old actors that used to be in other DC stuff. I just like that. Like, even though I didn't, even though I stopped liking the shows because they just weren't for me. They were going directions I didn't care for necessarily. But... I can't say that they don't like these characters and love their history. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, good on them for the, for keeping that kind of weird continuity. Mm-hmm. Yep. And exploring um, the multiverse, which is something that doesn't really get done in other things besides comics. Yeah. yeah. Um, other stuff that I know happened... Mm-hmm. Uh, we were fans of Sesame Street. I know um, where you're going. I was just about to ask you if you saw this. Yeah. Apparently, there's a new character that they're introducing to Sesame Street who is a new monster that 
uh, has uh, parents that are addicted or addict have addiction problems. You just went an entirely different direction than I thought you were going, so I still have something to talk to you about. But yes. Oh, sweet. Um, the new monster. Man, I say this all the time, especially on Twitter, because I retweet Sesame Street a lot. God, I just love them. Yeah, yeah. I there's really... like this whole character. Yeah, I forget the name of the character, but it's a green monster mm-hmm. whose parents are like suffer from some sort of addiction problem. Did or... you actually watch that video of her talking to the girl? Yes. Oh, oh, oh my god. Oh my god, that was just that hit me. Right. God, I love that. You want to talk about like the world needing good people who are like trying to spread joy and make people feel good and be super inclusive for everybody. It's Sesame Street. Yep. <laughs> like obviously I'm way too old for like to actually sit and watch Sesame Street, but to like read their tweets and read the news about things they're doing. And I know people got a little shitty on uh, Sesame Workshop and HBO recently because um, Sesame Workshop it signed a deal with HBO that brand new episodes are going to be exclusive only to HBO now. And I'm like, okay, but they've been exclusive to HBO for a while. So because people were like, oh, now poor kids are being pushed out of Sesame Street. And it's like, no, HBO gets the new episodes of Sesame Street and have for a few years now. And not everybody has HBO, but after they're done being new episodes, they do go to PBS. PBS still airs Sesame Street. Like they have a partnership. So they're just moving. But anyway, um, my point is I love them. They're good. (laughs) What was the thing that you saw from Sesame Street? Well, this isn't directly from Sesame Street, but did you see SNL's... uh, Oh, the Grouch? Yes, the trailer for Grouch where David Harbour, they did like a gritty version of Sesame Street where David Harbour plays a garbage man who becomes Oscar the Grouch. That was fucking weird. That was just like, what is happening? There's a show that David Harbour has on Netflix. Um, really? That yeah. Uh, what is it called? It looks really stupid. Um, it's like David hmm. Harbour's. Uh, David Harbour's like, mo- uh, Frankenstein's monsters monster or something like that. Oh yeah, I heard about this, but I haven't seen it. I watched a trailer for it, and uh, it looks fucking stupid. Hmm. Is it yeah, a- Frankenstein's Monsters Monster Frankenstein? Is it a comedy? Yeah, it's like a oh. weird. Like David Harbor, it plays himself, and it's like, oh, but my father used to be this famous actor, and like on stage with Frankenstein, with, with the story of Frankenstein. I don't know. Oh, it's I did hear bizarre. about that. It got yeah. Like, oh, I think what I heard about it was that it got, like, panned. Like, people thought it was bad. <laughs> yeah. Okay. 
Like I now saw a trailer I... for it on Netflix when I was like going through stuff, and I was like, "The fuck is this?" <laughs> mm-hmm. Yep, yep. I heard about that. So interesting. I probably won't watch it. <laughs> yeah, me. I probably won't watch it at all either. <laughs> yeah, that's too bad. Um, trying to think. Yeah, I don't really remember anything else that really happened this week. It's on a pretty... Oh, I I know on Thursday I am going to see the double bill of Jay and Silent Bob Strike Back followed by Jay and Silent Bob Reboot. Well, have fun with that. I'll have to wait on that stuff. (laughs) I probably shouldn't be going. I did it anyway because it's the only date... For the Fathom event where they're doing the double bill. Um, Then I think like the week after Jay and Silent Bob reboot makes like a wide release. Or two weeks after or something like that. Yeah. Um, Yeah. The only other exciting thing I have is I broke down and I bought both Spider-Man films. Yep. I also bought Spider- I haven't watched it yet but I did buy Spider-Man Fire From Home. Uh, I went out to. I actually went out to buy something completely different. I was gonna mm-hmm. buy Midsummer, uh, but they only have. And this is me being a weird, like little elite person. But yeah. I was like going through trying to find them, and they only had a Blu-ray copy because there's no such thing as a 4K Lame. for this film yet. And also, it's not. It's just the regular cut, not the director's cut. I'm like, oh fuck that! I'll just wait for the four. I'll just wait for the director's cut. Yeah. So that I just ended up, I, I like stared at Spider-Man. I was like, I really shouldn't, but I want him. <laughs> I am. Um, I feel like there's a movie coming out at the beginning of November that I want to see, but I didn't write it down, and now I can't remember what is coming out that I thought I wanted to see. Was it Jojo Rabbit? Mo- uh, that That's in is- two weeks. That is one of them, and somebody I saw recently online got to see an early screening of it and really enjoyed it, and I was jealous that they got to see it, but it wasn't Jojo Rabbit I was thinking of. What the hell was it? Now I'm going to have to look it up, I guess. Is it, oh, there's a, was it the trailer for Dr. Doolittle? No, oh, you know what it is? I almost, Dr. Sleep is coming out in a couple Oh, yeah. That's what it is. I want to see Dr. Sleep. So I was um, sort of on the right path with Dr. Doolittle. Yeah, well, that's the only reason I thought of it is because you said doctor. Yeah, which, P.S., I just watched the trailer for Dr. Doolittle with Looks Robert Downey Jr. Really bad because it's Dr. I really, yeah, I can't, I just don't care about this stuff. No. Did you see the poster? It's terrible. Yeah, it's a really bad poster. Yeah, it looks like Robert Downey Jr.'s head just kind of copy and pasted onto a stand-in. Yeah, with like the cast of uh, what's that Kevin Smith film with the zoo? Uh, you mean Kevin? Shit. Uh, you mean Kevin? Not James? Kevin Smith. Kevin James. Yeah. I don't know, but I was gonna say there is no Kevin Smith film with the zoo. There's a Kevin Smith film with a human walrus. It's really terrible, but <laughs> true. Yeah, I don't know. Oh God. So. Yeah, it's just been one of those weeks, I guess. Yeah. Oh, I don't. I don't think I told you this. Um, something that will probably hurt our wallets a lot if we decide to go down this route. Apparently, 
Now you can buy NECA, a Target exclusive NECAs on Target's website. I did see that. Yeah. Um, I was crying a little bit inside when I saw that. Just like your wallet, you and your wallet just hugging each other. Uh huh. Because I've like, been. Like, we'll get through it. Mm hmm. Because I've been looking for all those Target excuse, uh, exclusives at my sorry excuse for a local Target and never found them. Same here. Yeah. If you live somewhere with a good Target, could you please tell us where it is? Because so far, I have not found a good Target. Every Target we've ever gone to on either coast mm -hmm. uh, has the sorriest excuse for a NECA section. There's it one I haven't been to yet, and I'm going to go at some point, and it's over in Plattsburgh, but I almost never go to Plattsburgh. I haven't been to Plattsburgh in like two years or more, so it's been a while, but I know there's a Target there, and I should go check that one as well. And I haven't checked all the Targets around here, but the, all the ones I have checked, it's always the same deal, like... It looks like there's nothing there except for, uh, like, stuff involving, like, certain video games, like Bendy and the Ink Machine. Mm-hmm. Or, like, those kind of things. Yeah. Um, once in a while I see, like, some, yeah, some, like, lame stuff like that, but... I did, this is the other thing I did that I really shouldn't have done. I was in my lame excuse for a Target. I was in there looking for Target exclusive NECA figures. Didn't find them. But what I did find were the Mattel DC uh, throwback. I guess they're throwback. They're basically just updated figures of the Batman and Joker figure from the line connected to Batman 89, uh, the multiverse okay. figures. Yeah. And I did buy those, the Batman and the Joker. They're like nicer versions of those old uh, 89 figures. Nice. Yeah. Shouldn't have bought them, but I did anyway because I have a problem. <laughs> we always do. I know. I know. Anywho, uh Boy, I think that's going to be it for now because I can't think of anything else, number one. Number two, I need to get up out of this chair and go use the bathroom. Huzzah! I said number two and then talked about the bathroom. <laughs> giggity. Wait. What? Did you just giggity that? God damn Giggity, it. giggity. <laughs> anyway, uh, our new show is going to be coming out soon. Uh, the FBI's Most Unwanted. We recorded the first episode I submitted a trailer to iTunes and Google Play. Google Play has already approved the new show. iTunes, I don't think has yet, or Apple Podcasts or whatever the hell you want to talk. But um, I want to record one or two more episodes so we can be ahead of the game before I officially put out the first episode. Alrighty. Yeah. That's that. Uh, so just be on the lookout for that. Goodbye. Later. 
The Two Broke Geeks podcast is a production of Two Broke Geeks Entertainment in conjunction with Atomic Geekdom. Find us online at twobrokegeeks.com. We're available on iTunes, Google Play Music, and the Satchel Player app for iPhone and for Android. Please subscribe to us on one of these services and leave us a review. It really helps us out. You can also help us out by following us on Facebook, facebook.com slash twobrokegeekspodcast, following our Twitter at 2BGpod, and following us on Instagram where we are also 2BGpod. Find Atomic Geekdom online at AtomicGeekdom.com and on Twitter at AtomicGeekdom. Thanks.